Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I am Michael J. Sutton and this is episode 54 in our series Freedom from Fear. Today, the monarch of the old regime. We have been investigating the nature of the old regime from which people are rescued. Jesus says in Acts 26 verse 18, that through the proclamation of the good news of God's grace, this message of light, people are turned from light to darkness and from Satan's power to God. Yesterday we looked at the geography of the old regime, that of blindness, the contours of his domain, through nations, people and places. Blindness is their identity, their language, their custom. And the things of God make absolutely no sense to them. Today we will look at the monarch of the old regime from the point of view of the New Testament. We have already looked at two so far, Satan, Acts chapter 26 verse 18, and the God of this world, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 4. Satan is probably his most known title. Paul's use of the title, the God of this age, is honorific. He elevates him as a deity of sorts, the word in Greek, is God, and it is the same Greek word Paul uses for God in that verse. But the context clarifies the difference. Satan is the god of this age, or period, or the world, but is not God. He is known by his obscuring of light and the veil of blindness, contrasted with the light of the good news of Jesus. Paul refers to him as the spirit of this age in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit that is from God, so that we may understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. This implies, therefore, that the world has a spirit, and God has his spirit, and they are in contest with each other. Being a spirit means that he is not wandering around like a person you might meet on the street. But as monarch of this world, he has power. Incredible power over his subjects. His power extends to guiding their life, their choices, their values and their outcomes. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12 that all people who came to faith in Christ followed the spirit of this world. He writes that in the past in which you once lived, following the course of this world, following the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in those who are disobedient. What Paul is saying here is completely consistent with the speech of Jesus in Acts. People lived under Satan's power from which they need to be rescued in this world. We read it in the past tense, assuming that what is true for us is true for everyone, as if the death of Jesus brought everyone out of darkness into light. How then can we understand the evil of this world or the terrible things that happen? Jesus also calls Satan the ruler of this world in John's Gospel, chapter 12, verse 31, and chapter 16, verse 11. He does not pay attention to the rulers of Israel. They are not the ones in whom with whom he is in contest. The ruler of this world, Satan, comes into the life of Jesus at various junctures and periods, and he's not always there. 
He first appears at the birth of Christ, in the tenuous beginning of the life of Jesus, when, a few years after the birth, the magicians from the east arrive and want to pay homage to the King of the Jews, recorded in Matthew's Gospel. Now I take a different view to most about this star of Bethlehem, and to me it doesn't behave like a normal celestial body, but seems to have a distinct personality. But the appearance of the star is certainly a bad omen if one can use that term for Jesus. Jesus doesn't need the attention. He doesn't need the homage of the eastern kings with their magic. And their arrival also brings the wrath of Herod and his desire to exterminate all children in that city under the age of four. The slaughter of the innocents, a terrible event, has a foreshadowing in the life of Moses when Pharaoh decided to kill the children of Israel, forcing Moses' mother to put him on the Nile in a basket. Satan is always out to kill children. He's obsessed with them, and it's no wonder Christian fascism has been associated with appalling child sexual abuse in the church. This hatred for children stems from the fact that Satan failed to kill both Moses and Jesus at birth. Satan is always also angry because Herod was not the king. Nor is Jesus the king. In his eyes, he saw himself as the king of Israel, reigning over God's people in a world of darkness. And he also knew the ancient prophecy from Genesis chapter 3, verse, 3, chapter 3, verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for an epi another episode of Freedom from Fear.